Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Carol. Hi, Mick. How are you this morning? I'm fighting off this loop. I was going to say. Still going. There we go. You're kind of uh, a little bit under the weather. I know. I'll just pretend for a while, though. Yeah. You sound normal, though. Yeah, it's this wonderful accent. It covers up a lot. Well, yesterday when I saw you, you weren't sounding. I was a mess. Yeah, you were a mess. (laughs) You were a total mess. But today you have your glasses with you. Uh huh. So you're there, and you're kind of sounding a little bit better. Yeah, I'll be good. Yeah. I'll be good. I'll go home and have a nap later. I'll be fine. Usually, every time I see you, I hug you, and today I'm like, mm, yeah, good. No, no. <laughs> get away. Elbows. <laughs> Elbows, yes. <laughs> the elbow greeting. It's not a bad thing at this time of year. No, it's not. No, it uh, it's going around, so I was just lucky enough to be one of the recipients. Yes, well, at least it'll hopefully be gone by, you know, the time the holiday gets here. Yeah. 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 And then hopefully your lovely wife won't get it. And Too late. Oh, well, at least you got it at the same time. Yeah, it's a wonderful household at the moment. <laughs> yeah, remind me not to come over. <laughs> anyway, uh, hi, happens. everyone. We're here from the Animal Rescue League, Aerial Animal Connection. And we're here to, to answer your calls about animal behavior, any fun stories you might have. Uh, we'll go through things that have been happening, what we've got coming up, and, of course, our trivia question, which we're... Christmas relative to Christmas. That's I right. That's the word I'm looking for. Absolutely. So. And I did find some interesting uh, survey or statistics um, that talked about you know yeah. people and pets and in the holidays and basically pet owners this year are expected to spend over sixty billion dollars on their pets this year. So wow. But, um, so according to American Pet Products Association, um, twenty so sixty billion. During the year, not just for you know Christmas yeah. presents, and twenty billion of that sixty was spent at Halloween on costumes. It's definitely changed. Yeah, isn't it funny? It's fun. So, it should be interesting if anyone wants to know if their animals aren't listening to let us know what you're getting your pets for Christmas. Absolutely, and according to that survey too, ninety five percent of pet owners plan on giving their pet a Christmas present this year. And most of those people will spend about an average of thirty six dollars yep. per pet, and then per uh, pet per pet. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say that's the total for my household, but yeah, per pet. And wow. then they're saying pet owners in the UK though are expected to spend about forty six dollars per pet. So thirty six here, forty six in hmm. in the UK. But um, other interesting stats. I just think the stuff Go is just fascinating to me. Is um, Dog owners are more likely to give their pet a gift than cat owners. Okay, wow. what the heck? People who have cats, <laughs> get those cats a Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, another cat. Maybe, yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe another pet. Yeah, the, the gap's closing over the years, so maybe we'll get yeah. there eventually. But right now, um, four out of ten pet owners confess to giving other people gifts and putting their pet's name on the gift as the gift giver. Huh. So I give you a gift and yep. put on it, you know, from Reese. Well, that's or very Ocho nice of Reese. Or whatever, Ocho. right. <laughs> exactly. Well, look at the Christmas cards, too, and people put their their names on them and the pet names yes. as well. In fact, that's another, they're talking about that, like, 54% of pets have a Christmas stocking, 34% yep. have a special, um, uh, wait, 29% will receive a Christmas card from their humans even though they can't read can't they yes 16 percent say their pet will be featured on their christmas cards and three percent say their pets will be writing letters to santa yeah so very fun very fun how can they write if they can't read 
Well, so maybe they that's can. That's a deep read. question. Maybe they can. Read. Maybe they can. Maybe mm-hmm. we just haven't decide, haven't come to that conclusion yet. Yeah, we had um, animal stockings for ours, but yes. we've got to, uh, I guess, a number of animals, and they change over the years that we stopped doing that. Yeah. And um, but we do. We buy stuff for our animals. Like, you know, chew to, wouldn't be thirty six dollars a pet. Yeah, they all get something. Yeah, as you know, I have individual stockings that are all personalized yep. for all my pets. So you walk in and you've got you know, well, I mean, I have six cats and four dogs, so I have ten stockings hanging there um, with their names on it. What so. about your hubby? Yeah, he's got one. Oh, okay, he's got that's a stocking good. too. Yeah, it's at the end. Yeah, it's in a, it's in a whole other place because <laughs> I don't really have room. But um, yeah, so very fun. I think it's the coolest thing because it just kind of really is reflective and shows kind of what we talk about on Aral Animal Connection here, which is pets are really part of the family. Yeah, they're your family members. So very much so. Of course, people aren't forgetting about them. So that's very cool. Yeah. What have you start done your decorations yet? You know, I have. I did not put my tree up yet. I was going to ask that. Yeah, I don't know at this point, but I have what? lots of decorations. I, 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 I it's like what a week till Christmas at this point. Yeah. So I put it up for a week and I take it down. Well, that's what I'll be doing this weekend. And you know me. Once Christmas is done, it's done. So it's not. I mean, so I'll be taking down the tree like christmas night or the next morning but for those people that have got stuff up we could talk about tree safety yes yes and i do have decorations on my yeah. all over my house and you do have to think about that with your pets and i think about that like putting them up so you know the cats can't get to tinselly things things that they can yep. eat and ingest that are going to get in their system the dogs um, can't get to things that have you know ornament hooks on them you got to really be careful about that i mean so yeah, you do think about that because them and their glass ornaments as well they're <clears throat> not the most pet friendly right well, they're not pet friendly full stop right yeah and i i tell you i a friend of mine had um the cutest idea and this is this has been years and years ago but she took you know dog bones uh-huh. and put a light you know shellac type on them and then put an ornament hook on them and those were her decorations well that shellac did not cover up the scent for her dog and literally the dog ingested that ornament hook right along with the dog bone and she ended up in the emergency clinic with her dog and the dog was fine and everything but it was it's just a real reminder that you got to be careful about those things and you know there's other things you can do to put uh ornaments on the trees like you know even string that ties versus a hook type of thing so and then we've got those cats that eat string Right, so, right. And that goes to, you know, where on the tree to yep. put the ornaments that grab their attention um, and that sort of thing. So, and it looks like we already have a call this morning, which is great. So, Steve, are you on the phone? Oh, I guess he will be in a minute. There's still. There he is. Hey, Steve. Yes. Hey, Steve, you're on. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Great. You have a question for us this morning? I do. I've got two alpha cats, I believe. Um,. <laughs> The one for sure, the scratch cat, he's nine years old. Uh, he got dropped on a doorstep. Somebody didn't want him. We took him over and uh, had him fixed and give him the shots and stuff. And he's been a fixture in our family. Um, we had four cats, and uh, since then, three of them have passed. Uh, on the passing of the last one, uh, my wife's uh, daughter ended up bringing over a two-year-old cat that she had on the farm. Uh, 
and they don't get along too well. Okay. In fact, last night there was, well, last Saturday there was a tumble and roll down the stairway. We had to put a, put, throw water on them to get them to separate. Mm. And then last night, uh, by mistake, I got both of them outside at the same time, and they went after each other again. Okay. How long have they these cats been together, Steve? Uh, about a month and a half now a half. through okay. the door. Okay. All right. Keep, keep them separated. Um, the young one, he wants to play. The old one doesn't want to play. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, but, I mean, there's all kinds of little traits. Um, the old one, he'll come up in my bed and he'll sit and lay with me for a while and I'll pet him and all of a sudden, just out of the blue, he'll give me a, take a big bite out of me. Okay. Um, and, uh, the, the other one, he just wants to play. I mean, he just, he's just being a young cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's probably a lot going on here, Steve. One is that you've probably hit the nail on the head. You've got a nine-year-old cat that really just kind of wants to hang out, and you've got a two-year-old cat that's just got a total in a different place in their life right now, and he wants to just play, play, play. Um, it's kind of like you know my me, and then you know having a two-year-old around. It's probably like mm, you know I'm just kind of trying to chill over here. So it's the same sort of thing with cats, and um, that doesn't mean we can't get them to the point that they can coexist at least peacefully we're just going to have to do some things um to kind of look at the situation and say okay what do we do here to give them both what they need um but one thing just right off the bat is situations where i I totally get that they're having a a moment they're not getting along and they're fighting and you throw water on them to get them to separate the the problem with that is is that they have an association then that when this other cat's around and you know all of a sudden i get water on me and so it becomes a bad thing and so what we're going to try to do is switch kind of how that happens and um keeping them separate is great and we're going to start doing some slow things to get them to associate each other with positives and then we're going to add in some activity sort of things for that two-year-old cat um so that he's got somebody and some things to play with so first of all if you've got them separated and you've got, you know, a door shut between them, you know, you can try things like uh, feeding them both close to where the door is with the door shut between them. You can give um, both of them, whichever is on one side of the door or not, treats while they're, you know, sitting by the door and seeing each other. You can um, add things in your house like feel away, which is a, a synthetic cat pheromone. It's not a drug, but it's kind of like an air conditioner you plug in, or I'm sorry, an air freshener that you plug in. It tends to bring down stress in the house of cats, which is really awesome. Um, and then what we're going to do is once we get through, you know, a week or something of that sort of thing, we'd have you open the door, maybe put up a baby gate or um, some sort of screen or something on the door so that they can see each other, but they still can't get to each other. And then we continue to do things like feed them by each other, give each other treats when they're by each other in the door and they're behaving. And you just start to really change the association of this to be a good thing when they're together, not a bad thing. And um, it can definitely take some time, especially because they've had a bad experience with each other. It can definitely take some time, and that that can be where it's going to get a little bit probably frustrating for a period of time. But um, it, but it does help over time if you just go super super slowly. Um, Steve, are you able to hang on a little bit? We've got to take a quick break, and sure. I'd like to keep talking about this. So if you can hang on, we'll come back and talk some more about this and things we can do. Sure. 
Great. Okay, you hang on. We'll take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Today will be mostly sunny with a weak west-southwest wind. Highs will be in the low to mid-50s. Tonight will drop back to around 33 with a slight chance of a light rainstorm mix, mainly over southern Iowa. On Sunday, we'll stay mostly cloudy with highs staying in the lower 40s. For Channel 13, I'm meteorologist Amber Alexander. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we are talking to Steve. Remember, if you would like to call, it's 515-284-1040. We'll go back and continue. Steve, how are you doing? You still there, Steve? I am. Thank you. Great. Uh, you know, we're also talking about what we probably need to do with the two-year-old cat to kind of redirect from the nine-year-old cat. So if that two-year-old cat is starting to go up to the nine-year-old cat because he wants to play, um, one thing you can do is you can take toys and i love ping pong balls because they're lightweight they bounce they roll and so they really are entertaining for cats but you take something like a ping pong ball and you toss it across the line of vision of your two-year-old cat so that cat gets distracted um and goes chasing off the to the ping pong ball and leaves the nine-year-old cat alone and what happens over a period of time with that is they really start to direct their play onto those toys and you ping pong balls fishing poles um, you can put out cardboard boxes uh, paper sacks not plastic but paper sacks and just rotate toys and so what happens is is the two-year-old starts to figure out you know these are my toys and i get new ones or re, you know um rotated ones uh, different days so that i'm always interested in what's out and it kind of just really helps to distract them from you know thinking the nine-year-old's a play thing and then i'm gonna toss this out and some people when they're having cat issues kind of look at me like i'm nuts but um you might want to consider fostering or getting another young cat that's extremely playful uh because the two-year-old cat probably would if we can do the intro right on those cats would start to play with the new cat that's also one two years old high drive playful and uh then they both would probably leave that nine-year-old cat alone um and you give your nine-year-old cat some space and i know that's you know when people are already have cat tension going on in their house the idea adding to it is scary but it is definitely an option for getting some um, relief for that nine-year-old cat and getting the two-year-old cat a play thing Okay. It's a real life toy. It's a real life toy. Yeah. <laughs> as silly as that sounds, it it's actually known to work. So. And Steve, we're happy to talk to you more about this in depth, like offline too, if that would be helpful. You can certainly call us at the Animal Rescue League even at four seven three nine one oh one and ask for Carol. Um and I'd be happy to talk to you more about this and kinda we can lay out a plan. Um if if you know you have further questions or things we can do it is definitely doable to get cats in this situation that are even at that age difference and that kind of personality difference to at least coexist together so you just don't have the tension but in the meantime keeping them separate is a great idea because you just don't want them to keep having bad incidences with each other because that just gets in their memory and they start to look at like okay that cat you know is a problem or whatever and we just we don't want it to get so far down the road that we that it's not as easy for us to kind of hopefully get them to coexist together 
And uh, if you have to separate them, you know, you might want to have a couple empty cans sitting around that you put some coins in and you can shake it, um, you know, so it's maybe kind of an outside noise to them versus uh, water. Or if you really have to, you could take a blanket or towel and throw it over one of them if they're into a fight. But if you can keep them separate a little bit while we try some of these other things, I think that'll help long term. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thanks for your help. Thanks so much, Steve. Happy holidays. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's it's scary when they do fight, isn't it? Yeah, when it's a really extreme. You know, I yesterday my cats were grouchy or something yesterday, so I had two of them that were kind of just grousing at each other, and yep. it it's it is scary when you see it happen, especially when you're in those early stages of getting them to be you know used to each other. Yep. Because they're both trying you know different things that sort of thing, but to some degree, you know cats even if they're buddies probably will have little tiffs with each other once in a while it's normal it is normal it's like i always in fact i described this to somebody yesterday i was talking to it's kind of like you and your siblings so like Mm -hmm. me and my sisters you know you get along and then you get in a fight and then you get along and you get in a fight so it's the overall you know at least being able to coexist and you see them grooming or sleeping with each other or not but at least they can pass each other and not attack each other you know type of thing so no, yeah it's uh yeah and the the thing with with cats is adding the other cat is off you know and people say oh with dogs should i do the same and we actually for dogs it's actually the opposite mm. um sometime you know we just work on that issue first where cats it's different mm-hmm. so if anyone's listening for dogs we try and work with those two dogs first where cats have a Correct me if I'm wrong, have a tendency to, oh, got a new friend, see you later, and they're off and running. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So a little bit different with dogs. So. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting because I don't want to say you can't have a nine-year-old cat and get a two-year-old cat and it's not going to work because right. it can work. But um, a lot of times, like if we have somebody say, okay, I've got a nine-year-old cat and I'm thinking about getting a second cat, we'll say, okay, get one that's seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, something in the same sort of life area you know yeah um but that doesn't mean you can't get a two-year-old with a nine-year-old cat but it just sometimes it's a little extra work like you said before it's a life stage it's personality traits yeah. and with our meet your match right um that we have at arl-iowa.org yeah we can actually help find you a match yeah yeah absolutely so whether so. it be a two-year-old or a nine-year-old or anything above or in between right yep Yep. Sometimes it just takes some work, but, uh, you know, we'll work with Steve and hopefully some of those things will help and they can live together peacefully at least. Yeah. So. That's the thing. Like you said, you don't have to be grooming each other every day. Right. But don't have to hurt each other either. Yep. So we've got just a few seconds before we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we've got our trivia question and talk about lots of things. I was just looking at all our wonderful cats, actually. Yes. Kitties on our website. We've got some. Young ones, and we got a few oldies in there. Well, not oldies, I shouldn't. Oldies Matured. Yeah. Matured, and we've got some gorgeous-looking animals. Yeah, we sure do. And uh, so we'll take our break. We'll be back in just a minute, and uh, keep on talking. Welcome back, everyone, and it's that time of the show again where we're going to do our trivia question. You sound so chipper, and you don't feel good. I know. I can fake it. <laughs> it's cold medicine. It is, actually. 
<laughs> Some of that stuff works. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, okay. I'm going to crash later, I'm sure. Well, it's funny, guys, because those of you that are listening on the breaks, he leans back in his chair like and takes like a 30-second nap, and then he comes <laughs> back up, and he's like all hyper, so it's like, whoa. Whoa. All righty. It is what time is for our trivia question. What is going on in this brain? Exactly. You You're frightening. I know. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we got our trivia question. So as yes. normal, whoever gets the right answer the first right answer we'll send you out an aerial animal connections mug and tom who just called your mug is on its way i think they had shipped it and it came back with wrong zip code so yeah um so it we're gonna i just texted and that's what i got for an answer so it's getting resent out see people working all time of the day yeah they do absolutely our people are anyway yeah yeah she'll she's always up on our our store manager she's always checking her stuff so and we have a fabulous store at our animal house we do yes and megan is wonderful who runs that so and yes. we do have products down at the uh, southridge location as well it's not just at the main location yeah. so if you live in a different part of town pop on down and actually might be able to get it there's lots of christmas stuff for the animals this year yeah. so we should have along. talked about that earlier we were talking about gifts oh we are now so yeah. we, we got it covered that's right <laughs> yes Tons of fun Christmas stuff for your pets at our Animal House store. And the nice thing about that is uh, that just money goes back to the he- help the pets at the yes. ARL. So it's a win-win. And there's costumes. And, and there hats. are costumes and hats. And there's uh, like books and stuff for people and kids and stuff too. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not just your pets. There's so. stuff for something for everyone. That's right. That's right. Okay. Trivia. All right. So here's the trivia. And this is from the movie Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. okay so it's yeah. It's holiday. one of the collection I still got to see. I know. It's really... Odd. Geez. Okay. Uh, yes. So what was the name of the doe who befriended Rudolph? You know, Rudolph was kind of ostracized because of the nose in that movie at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he was befriended by a doe what was the name of the doe that's what we're looking for i still have no idea you don't did you yeah you totally got that wrong when i was asking you but if you haven't seen the movie i just made names up right (laughs) that's right so 284-1040 it's not gladys we're gonna give you that 284-1040 the first person who calls in has the correct answer we will mail you out a mug uh and i promise we'll get the right zip code on it and we'll get it to you yeah, and they're great mugs. We're still looking they're at the adorable. T-shirt idea, yeah, idea yeah. as well. So Yeah, we need to switch it up a little bit. So anyway, uh, it looks... We already have some callers. Yes, we do. So it looks like Connie is our first caller. Let's find out. Hey, Connie. Good morning. Hey, morning. do you know an answer? Clarice. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. Wow. Thank you to everyone else who's calling in. Connie, stay on the phone just a second, okay? Um, sure. You're totally... Do you like the... Have you watched that movie a lot? I'm sorry. Hey, do you watch that movie a lot, often? Not a lot, but I have watched it a lot over the years. Yeah, great. That's great. Well, you yeah. knew it right out of the gate, so it's very, that's very cool. Connie, if you want to stay on the phone, we'll get your address, and we'll mail you out an ARL Animal Connections mug. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks Thank for you listening, so Connie. much. So Clarice was Clarice, a female okay. reindeer who liked Rudolph from the minute she saw him. She liked him. And... um she was the only one who didn't make fun of his red nose, um, but her dad thought he was kind of strange, so he didn't let Clarice hang with Rudolph much. Uh, it's a boy from the other side of the track. That's right. There you go. So, I love that movie. I so got to get you watching that movie. Yeah, I feel left out, so I better 
Better start catching yeah, up one day. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And thank you to all the other people that were on the line as well. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, it, we got lots of calls. That that's very nice. That is very cool. And s- next Saturday we will also be here, of course. So, but right again yep. before the holidays, so we'll have one. Oh, more. that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. close, isn't it? Yeah, it's close. <laughs> so we'll have one more holiday uh, trivia question next Saturday for people too. I think so. I know what one because you mentioned another one uh-huh. that I really like. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I know okay. the answer to that one. Though. That's right. That's right. So we oh. had a couple write-in mess. Uh, questions this week mick and one of them uh is a woman who wrote in and she said she has a has just adopted a dog um actually yes um and that and i don't know i don't know if it was from us but she said she got it from a shelter so that's fabulous so glad glad about that but she said it's a really big dog it's a lab Mm -hmm. um german shepherd mix and it's about a year to two years old and she said it's a great dog she got it so she could walk and exercise but she said it jumps up on everyone it sees but they pass it on the street they come to her house and she said the dog's you know 70 some pounds and she's just really worried about it knocking over and she said she's trying to say no she's trying right to knee it in the chest or whatever um what can she do okay um a lot of that obviously he's learned that behavior Mm -hmm. before and a lot of our pets jump on us even if we don't like it and we push them off or we try and make them do things you know like get off or whatever it may be it's still some attention so they're getting something out of it and i wouldn't recommend the kneeing and things like that so i'm going to give you some other tips uh the biggest thing about behavior modification as you're saying earlier with the cats is trying to not put them in the position where it happens again because every time they do it it's another rehearsal and Mm -hmm. therefore it gets better and better so what we do um, on the street we actually create distance and we start teaching the dog what we'd like him to do when i work with um, clients first thing I ask them is what would you like the dog to do they can tell me what they don't want it to do but I look at what would you like them to do in this context or this situation and that's what we start teaching and training now of course we can't teach them when they're most excited so what we have to do is start teaching the rules without the stimulation without the thing they want to jump on and then we start teaching it if it's 10 feet away or 20 feet away we teach them we practice that behavior in proximity of the person and then we keep breaking that distance down the dog can't cope then we create more distance i teach when i work with children i teach them that dogs have remote control buttons in their bottom (laughs) and that makes them get a treat and if you think of it that way so if the dog's butt is on the ground it's pushing the button oh that's a good idea yeah and then it gets a treat so if the button gets released the treat goes away yeah so the dog learns i can make humans feed me by sitting yeah so they they think they're training us we're training them now of course a dog that big is hard to control mm-hmm. uh, so in the home environment we either put up baby gates so you don't get the opportunity to jump on or we put them on a, a tether or a leash tied to the sofa or that if you wanted to start practicing at the door so it's a safety line mm-hmm. you, you know to your stairway or whatever you have that's solid enough to hold the dog and that way you're not pulling, you're not saying no. Um, the other thing is too, if they're not, li- no is really doesn't tell you what you want them to do. Um, what does no mean? So it's like, I actually say very little and I ask them, sit, easy, everything's nice and calm. And then I start rewarding them. If you can't get the sit, 
pay four on the floor, break it down to a simpler exercise. And it might be four on the floor, like four paws on the floor for two seconds. And then you go for five seconds and you build that up and then you get to a sit. But if saying the nose and jump, you know, getting upset and everything else just makes the whole, it's already a heightened environment, mm-hmm. just heightens it more. So the hardest thing to do, but the best thing to do is set it up for success have people come around, even set training sessions up, and just take it nice and slow. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, It's about teaching them what you want them to do. Now, people say, well, that's great why we've got treats. What happens when I don't have treats? The whole idea of treat training or reward-based training is to fade those rewards out. It's like children when they're learning and they get gold stars or stamps when they're learning to write. They've only got to do a letter or you know, part of a letter and then a, a word, then a sentence. We still don't, I don't know about you, but I don't get gold stars or stamps anymore. Mm-mm. So, you know, you start off with rewards and then over time it just becomes habit and you fade them out. Yeah. You know, this kind of goes, we we had Judy wrote in this week too, and she's got a similar problem because she has another, she has a big dog also. Yeah. Um, St. Bernard something mix. And she said this is all her fault but over the years the dog is three now but she got it when it was young and she kept feeding it treats from the table yep. and they were having dinner and everything and now the dog is full grown and she said he's just relentless about food at the table and she's right. like how you know i made the mistake i started yep. feeding him how do i get him to stop whining jumping on the table everything for food yep and then what you what I'd do is, what would, again, what would you like him to do? So I'd start close to the table and have a mat or a Kong with peanut. So he's getting something. Mm-hmm. Or you might want to put his dinner in the Kong with a little bit of peanut butter so it's a bonus. Then you slowly move it away from the table. So what he learns is, when you're doing that, I do this. Mm-hmm. So it's teaching a competing behavior. They can't do two things at once. But, of course, he's had three years of mm-hmm. of rewards. Right. So now we have to move those rewards to a new situation. Yeah. So when we're doing – that's the way I look at it. When we're doing this, I'd like you to do that. Um, and, like, kids drawing on the wall, you don't go, no, no, no. You go, please stop that. Let me teach you how to colour on, on paper. Yeah. So when they're doing the thing you don't want, you teach them the thing you do want. Yeah. And it's more rewarding. So, therefore, the in a unwanted behavior isn't rewarding anymore and it goes away so it is possible to undo something you've done yeah yeah Yeah, it just takes takes time yeah um but again if it's rewarding enough and it'll happen very very you know reasonably quick i shouldn't say very very quickly because everyone's different yeah but um again it's thinking about what you want them to do now positive reinforcement training you have to think a little bit yeah but it the dog learns faster yeah it's not trying to figure out what i shouldn't be doing i'm i'm a proactive trainer in other words i teach them what i don't wait for the behavior to happen and then try and correct it i teach it's like letting the kids run out in the road nearly get hit by a car dragging them back and going wrong i'm the opposite right like we do with our kids this is what i'd like you to do in this situation yeah so we're teaching them yeah yeah kind of like you know okay i could do this for a cookie, but I'd rather do that for a cupcake. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So, uh, it That's look- a very good analogy. Yeah. Um, it looks like we have Calvin on the phone. Hey, Calvin, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. What's your uh, question or story? My story is I got a cat. Her name is Pebbles. She's five years old. I've had her since she was five months. 
and she does something that's common for most dogs to do, but I want to know if it's common for cats to do. Okay. And what's that? Okay. Um, when I first got her, I got her a bunch of toys and everything. She brought one of her toys to me. I grabbed the toy and tossed it on the floor. She grabbed that same toy and brought it back to me. I grabbed that same toy and tossed it back. Plain fetch. She's plain fetch. I yep. said, oh, my God, I got a cat that plays fetch. That's, that's awesome. That's fun. Is that common for a cat to play fetch? Is it unusual? Uh, you know, I don't hear about it very often. Um I mean, you definitely hear about cats playing and that sort of thing, but actually getting a toy and bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so I don't think it's, oh, I don't know if you've heard about it a ton, Mick. I have one yeah. in the last 10 years yeah. that does it. I've still got him now. And it's only one particular toy he does it with. Yeah. And I can't find that toy anywhere else again. It's raggedy, and it, but that's, that's his toy. That's hilarious. And see, I have six cats, Calvin, and none of my cats play fetch. They will not she bring... She only plays on her terms, though. See, she's on her terms. On her terms, yeah. Yeah. So, you, yeah. Yeah, I can understand. It's a cat. Yeah. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they do that. That's right. <laughs> that's so. the joy of a cat. That's really cool, Calvin. Yeah, thanks for calling in with that. That's really neat. Sure. Yeah. You have a great day. You too, thank you. Bye. Cats are so fun. They are. Yeah, that's yeah. just very cool. I I did have, I like I said, I don't hear about it very often at all, but I did have a lady call me, and she, same deal as what you're just talking about, Mick, like her cat had one toy it would yep. go get and bring back, and the rest of them, nope. She tried over the years to do different balls and different, mm-hmm. nope, just that one, so, yep. Yep, they're all different. Like, I've got the one that does that with that one toy, and last year I taught one of my cats that when I walk upstairs at night to go to bed, yeah, um, he waits at the top, at the halfway up the steps, Climbs onto my shoulders oh. and come and he yeah. snuggles right around my neck and yeah. then we walk upstairs. So last night he does that. Yeah. So I just tap my shoulder and he jumps up and wraps around my neck. And then I forgot something, so I had to go back step back down. And he had we have back stairs. He ran round. I went downstairs. He went down the back steps, ran back around, <laughs> and was sitting and waiting again. Oh so they're, my gosh! Yeah, they're, they're like our dogs, our cats, people's. Turtles and fish, they're all fun. It's great watching them and interacting with yeah, them, isn't it? that's very cool. Uh, looks like Jeff's on the phone, and we have about 40 seconds or so, so let's see if we can talk to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Morning, Jeff. Okay, the 40-second version of this yeah. is um, my girlfriend a couple of years ago bought a dog from the ARL, a little shit Tzu, uh, named Grayson, and he is. A little shit, too. <laughs> um, I have always been a big dog lab, you know, kind of guy, hunting yep. guy and everything. And uh, I have fallen. And when she got this dog, I thought, why in the world do you want this stupid little dog? <laughs> I've fallen passionately in love with this dog. Nice. And I have taken him pheasant hunting. Yeah, and he absolutely—he didn't do worth a crap. But he absolutely <laughs> loved it. He loved the truck he ride, didn't he? Loved it. Oh, and he goes with me all the time. Oh now, my god! I guess maybe a real fast, uh, quick question. I always ran a shot collar on my labs. Well, I bought a little one for him. Yeah, and it's the best thing that I've ever done for him. Uh, he listens to me. He mind, and then I don't even make him wear it quite a bit. How do you guys feel about that? 
I'll just yeah. kind of listen off air if you okay. want. Yeah. yeah, we're going to have to cut to a break, yeah. and I will cover that when we come back, Jeff. And for those others on the line, if they could hang on, and we'll try and get to you when we get back. Yep. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Thanks for but calling, love, Jeff. But love the dog, and I love the work you guys do. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back and finish up some more questions we can fit in. Welcome back, everyone. We're just about to wind up the show just before the break. A uh, question was asked about shock collars. Uh, my whole training, I've never used them. Um, I've trained multiple species, you know, as most people know. I've had been lucky to work in zoos and everything else. And where I come from, they're actually um, not allowed. They're illegal. So all the way through, we nowadays we have different, you know, we've advanced in our training and our techniques. Um, some people swear by them. We just don't use them. So I can, we can teach other people other alternatives to using those. Yeah. And I know people use them. That's fine. Yeah. But we don't teach them or use them. Yeah. So. Well, it was fun to hear from Jeff. Oh, that I can imagine that hilarious little, little log sitting in the truck. There. Yeah. Oh, oh my no, gosh. I'm not getting out. It's too cold. Yeah, it's too adorable. <laughs> too adorable. So Mark's been hanging on for a while. Let's uh, go to Mark. and. Morning, Mark. Hey, Mark. Um, both of my cats uh, use some fish. For me, I take aluminum foil and load it up in a ball about the size of a ping pong. Yeah. And they go get it and bring it back. And like you mean, when I got home from work, I go, where's your ball? Where's your ball? They go get it, oh. find the ball, and bring it to me. That's adorable. These people out there are lucky they've got these fetching yeah, cats. That's really a lot cool. Of fun. Yeah, that's but, a- yeah, I kind of like, you know, all I did is pull off, you know, 10 by 10 piece of moon foil. Of course, yeah. as soon as you hear that scratching, they, they're, they're active. And Fantastic. That's, that's really do. cool. Hey, Mick, uh, what part of Australia are you from? Uh, east side, uh, Sydney and Brisbane, half and half oh. of my life. Yeah, I went to school in Brisbane, then moved to Sydney. Yeah, because during the flood of 93, I met a guy from Australia, and I couldn't recognize his accent, but that's because he's from Perth. Oh, yeah, that's the other side of the country. Down there. Yeah, we do, actually. You can tell, I can tell um, what words people use, and by the way they um, talk is where they're from in the country, much like here. So. Well, yeah, I could see... But, when I finally figured out, well, he told me where he's from because I was working with him one day, and I said, boy, I really buggered that up, and he turned around and looked at me. He's <laughs> for five years, and I've never heard anybody say that before. Yeah, that's a, a popular Aussie term. Thank you, Mark. Thank Great you, chatting Mark. to you. Uh, Mike, we're running out of time. Um, can I give you a Mike. phone? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Yes, sorry, we're going to run out of time. Can I give you a number to call and we can get you some information? That is 515-473-9125 and that'll get you directly to the Behaviour Helpline. Otherwise, call in next Saturday and we'll be here. Okay, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Pour it forward and we'll talk to you then. AM 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines.
On the verge of legislative victory, I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Republicans have taken the wraps off the final version of their tax plan. I think it's going to do very, very well. President Trump hopes to sign the bill next week now that the GOP appears to have the votes it needs. It was not until late yesterday afternoon that we heard a collective sigh of relief from Republicans on both sides of Pennsylvania Avenue and a loud grumble from Democrats. Assurance came yesterday when Senator Marco Rubio gave a thumbs up after he won some concessions that would make up to $1,400 of the child tax credit available as a tax refund to lower and middle income families. Holdout Bob Corker also came on board. So now the tax bill is headed for apparent passage. The House expected to vote on Tuesday, the Senate after that. Fox's Doug McElway, Democrats not on board. The bill is written to give massive, permanent tax breaks to the rich and to corporate interest many of which ship U.S. jobs overseas. Congressman Mike Thompson of California, Democrats argue the plan will hurt the middle class and explode the deficit. With Christmas fast approaching, fresh threats from ISIS. The terror group also offering new guidance to would-be suicide bombers. ISIS is now encouraging followers to flee the scene and survive. With the loss of the so-called caliphate in Iraq and Syria, one analyst suggests the group is facing a shortage of recruits who are willing to die for the cause. Also, a counterterrorism contact who does work for the U.S. government tells Fox he believes ISIS has not been more aggressive taking responsibility for the 27-year-old suspect in Monday's New York City subway attack because the terror group is scattered, having lost its base in Iraq and Syria, and key decision makers who ran their external operations and propaganda are dead. Fox's Catherine Herridge, a crackdown in Nigeria on an extremist group. Officials say hundreds of people associated with Boko Haram have been rounded up. Fox News, fair and balanced.